feel great. Glad we uh, clinched the series so we can get some rest before Monday. You took another shot before, before last No, no, I just sucked it up. Um, was able to get really warmed up before the game. It felt pretty good. So hopefully that whole process is behind me. What was the timeline for that shot? Like how long did you, when did it start kicking in? And how long did you feel that after you took it? Um, that's a good question. I think I took it like an hour and a half for the game. And it's like a, it's supposed to be six hour, uh, having a six hour, six hour effect. Um, so like right at halftime, I don't know what clicked or what just started to, to work, but you started to feel good and get feel a little looser. Uh, and the pain wasn't on my mind as much. So, um, you know, once it wears off, it comes back pretty quick. But uh, is it brutal when it, when it does wear off? Uh, a little bit, especially when it deals with your ankles. Obviously, every step you take, it it's involved, um, or you feel that pain. So, or that soreness. It wasn't really a pain; it was more of a soreness. So. Just something you can deal with. One shot in the series or two shots? Two. One after game three and one before game four. Both for your ankle? Yeah. I mean, I had some other stuff going on, which it might have helped for, but the whole conversation was started because of my ankle and the same scenario, I mean, the same kind of problems every step you take every cut you make is do with you know those limbs so you got to take care of them that's an what? I was coming along it's one of those things they can't really do much for since it's one of those you know it's kind of a serious contusion um, but each day it's getting better and we've done a great job of trying to manage it so that once uh, once the game start I feel pretty good and, and uh, you know, heat pack and stretching during games so that it stays loose but um, hopefully by Monday it'll be 100% gone. Um, you know, with this rest that we have. You got you. You got Bogut taking shots and getting through games. You got David coming back from whatever. You're supposed to be the young team. You're supposed to be the young team. <laughs> the legs here. Yeah, this is this playoff experiences. I'm sure you know injuries are something that every team has to deal with at some point throughout the season, and, and especially in the playoffs when there's you know a sense of urgency and, and no real time to miss. So. Um, thankfully, we were able to stay effective as a, as a unit, regardless of how each of us felt individually. And um, like I said, there's a big win for us for a lot of reasons, um, so that we can take advantage of this weekend before we head down to San Antonio. Steph, do you notice that now when you step in the opponent's building, it's not just the Warriors, it's Steph Curry and the Warriors. Do you feel like a star on the court now? Because uh, eventually they're going to have to give you that type of treatment. No, I don't have that mentality. I just have the same mentality I started out the year with, is that we have a, a solid bunch of guys um, with the same mission, the same goal. And now that I'm healthy somewhat and uh, able to play you know, consistently, I, I can be a huge part of that and develop my game individually and try to make other, other guys on the team better um, and have great games. So, you know, just the fact that you have to reckon with the whole, you know, Warriors team, and when you come in, it's not a cakewalk, and uh, we're going to come in, you know, expecting a win wherever we play. It's a, you know, it's a good mentality to have, and I think each individual on our team has that same mentality. Are you concerned you haven't won out there since 1997? What better time to uh, change that? Obviously, it's a big uh, game note every time we went down there. Um, ever since my rookie year, I've heard you know Raymond and Dan mention it at some point, so. 
um, be even, even much more special for us to uh, get it done in a playoff series and and try to steal home court back on our side. Steph, how would you describe sort of the unique challenge of defending Tony Parker and trying to contain him? I mean, he's a savvy veteran guard that's done it at a high level for so long and got championships under his belt. Um, you know, even at his, you know, at 30 right now with some of the injuries he's dealt with, he's still an you know, all-star guard playing at a very high level. So, you know, he's fast, he's he's shifty, um, but also, I mean, he's just smart. He's a smart basketball player, and you can't can't relax on him at any point during a game. Uh, I have to stick to to the game plan and try to funnel him where your help is, um, keep him off the free throw line, and just try to. That's the best way to, to, to defend him, but it's no easy task for anybody. It seems like an interesting match, I mean, given how structured and how well they play in the half court, and yet to have a guy who can pick up the tempo the way he does. Yeah, I mean, he's a one-man fast break at times. Um, and the way that he lives in the paint, it seems like, for most of his career, um, you know, you have to – he finds ways to, to, to penetrate, to, you know, find lanes and gaps in the, in the defense. and. You know, the way that they move the ball uh, from side to side as a team, it's uh, you know, they execute at a very high level. So um, you got to worry about him in transition, knowing where he's at, and you know the way that they run their offense. Um, he can score a lot of different ways. So he's he's a he's a tough guard. Uh, Mark has talked a lot about this team is now. Yeah, it's a big stage. I mean, the playoffs is when everybody's locked in. If you're not during the regular season, um, you know, to the teams that are playing well, and it's very rare in you know, the history of this organization that we're one of those teams. Um, you know, winning a playoff series and, and facing you know the second best team in the West record-wise, and a team that's won multiple championships, and um, you know, a lot of. A lot of eyes are on us, and it's, it's, you know, that's not our goal is to, you know, get national attention, but it's a result of, you know, playing well, winning big games, being consistent throughout the course of the season, <clears throat> and just having fun with the whole process. So we're going to, you know, enjoy it. Um, and, and hopefully, you know, once all this whole ride, postseason ride is over, um, hopefully it continues for a long time. You know, we'll, we'll look back, and this is a start, stepping stone in the right direction for this franchise. Kind of, kind of nice for the nation to see this team too. I mean, yeah, I mean, we play, we've been playing an entertaining brand of basketball for a long time, but it hasn't resulted in winning. And it's nice to experience, you know, feel that or have that experience of winning big games and you know series that we weren't supposed to win, according to all the experts. And it's just um, really rewarding to you see your hard work paid off um, in the long run, and obviously. Our expectation has changed, you know, or, or sorry, our expectation has grown as we've, uh, you know, gone through this uh, through this playoff run. Now we have the opportunity to set our sights on the Spurs, and, and you know, we feel like we have a good shot to beat them um, throughout the course of a series and and get to the uh, the next step. Considering the stakes, how impressed were you with the rookies during the series and Draymond in particular? I wasn't surprised at all, just because I know. How much they've impacted our team throughout the course of the season, and 
you know, they they've lived up to the moment. Obviously, um, you know, Draymond last night was amazing. The way that he took it personal, the way that they were defending him on the offensive end. Um, you know, just leaving him open in certain spots, acting like he wasn't a you know a scorer, um, and made plays. And you know, Festus has been huge for us when when Bo has been you know uh, you know a little step slow with with his health. Festus has been able to come in and, and provide us huge minutes uh, and be a bruiser for us. And you know, Harrison, just the way that he stepped in uh, in D Lee's absence, playing some of the four, some of the three. Uh, and being another threat for us offensively uh, has been huge. And to see all the three of those guys' games develop over the course of the season, we've had confidence in them from the start. But like I said, it means a lot more, obviously, when, when the moment gets bigger uh, and the stage is brighter and the you know, lights are brighter. So uh, I know they're enjoying the whole ride. Have you been coaching Draymond on his three-point shooting? <laughs> no, we've been – he actually a month – or about two or three weeks ago, he uh, – after practice, he surprised me. He wanted the have a three-point shooting contest, me and him. Um, we did it like five straight days. He didn't win, <laughs> but um, you like that confidence. I mean, that's that's the kind of confidence you need to have to, to develop your game. And he, I mean, like I said, he, he's a winner. He, he's shown that on every level he's played. So uh, that confidence is bruised every single day. And um, he's been working extremely hard on, on his game and his jump shot. Uh, you know, he started out cold during the beginning of the season, but uh, you know, he, he holds himself to a high expectation level, and I think it's showing now. How close were the contests? Say what? How close were the contests? They were. I mean, they were close. Some of <laughs> some of them were close. Some of them weren't. I was having fun with it though, because you know, he like he genuinely believed he was going to win, and uh, I genuinely believe I was going to blow him out in every spot. So I mean, this is this is you know, good competition between teammates. Um, and, and you appreciate that for a guy that's uh, you know trying to get better. He's not ready to bet you then right now, man. Huh? Uh, you said what? He's not ready to. Oh, bet I bet you he. Yet. I bet he would. That's a, that's a dream. <laughs> he would. He would bet anything that he would beat anybody and whatever. So uh, that's that's the confidence that he has in his game and and why we drafted him and why we expect big things from him. Obviously, you guys played at a high level to win the series, but do you have to play even better in the next? Of course, series? each level gets, gets tougher. We, we're relying on some of the experiences of our of our veteran guys and our RJ um, Bogut, who have been in this situation before. Uh, obviously, RJ coming from you know the Spurs organization. Uh, so, you know, each each step you take in in, in the postseason, it gets tougher. Uh, obviously, we 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 saw that last night, just trying to close out you know a, a team um, at home. We had an 18 point lead in the fourth quarter. We tried our best to give it up. Um, but you know we have to we have to build on what we did in the in the first series. It's going to be a different type of of game. Um, you know we have to defend the post a lot a lot uh, throughout the course of the series. And like I said, they're such a high executing uh, offensive team and it's such a disciplined team that we got to be locked in mentally um, from start to finish. Did you go back and watch that uh, last five minutes? Just no, I would not watch that. <laughs> just too much torture going through it, and I understand how it would be uh, better in those situations, um, just the emotions I had during it. So uh, I won't let that happen again, but I'm not going to watch it. Steph, Andrew spoke pretty candidly last night about how frustrating this season has been for him. As somebody who's had to deal with similar frustrating frustrations, how, how much can you relate? How much do you guys ever talk about that during the season? What was it like just watching him? You talk about it a little bit, but you, you just know 
for him as a guy that we traded for um, and not many of our fans really knowing his game and knowing much about him and how much he, he makes us better when he's healthy. Um, you know, he said he it was tough. He had days where he doubted a little bit. He had days where he was you know, a little depressed because you know, he was working so hard all year to get back. It just something wasn't clicking in his body to, to allow him to keep playing uh, consistently. So uh, it helped that we were winning throughout the, the process so that um, you know, the mood in the locker room was better and um, you know, he could still have a presence um, in our locker room. But just being patient in, in the process and um, we need him now more than more than ever. So that whole you know three or four month period where he was in and out, coming in early, doing his rehab, missing trips to try to get back, has made it all worth it. I think now that he's having an imprint on a uh, on a team that's making a postseason run. And given all that, you know, Tim Duncan's Twitter, those guys, how important could he be in this series? He's huge. I mean. You see, I mean, just look at game four and six, uh, the difference between those two games and game five, how we started, just his presence um, means a lot. And for a team that has a dominant back to the basket guy like Tim Duncan, uh, a bruiser like uh, Splitter is, working in, you know, alongside Tim, um, even some of the guys they have off the bench. So uh, we, we need his presence. We're not, I don't know how you know the matchups will be and what lineups we'll be able to throw out there. So. Um, He's going to be a huge, huge factor in the series. Andrew talked about how Coach Jackson, when he first got here, he would sit down and have lunch with you guys for two or three hours, and he'd never seen anything like that. Is there something that you've noticed <coughs> about him that's very distinctive that helps him build a rapport with you guys? I mean, his experience as a player, knowing what guys are going through uh, mentally and physically throughout the course of a season, He's plugged in. Uh, you see he's present. You see him, like you said, in our team room this morning even. Um, it was me, Harrison, uh, two assistant coaches, and Coach Jackson just chopping it up about what's going on in the sports world, talking about um, actually we're talking about Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock, who's funnier this morning, like just <laughs> random stuff like that. Uh, he, he's present, and he, he wants to get to know his players, and he wants to um, you know, kind of feel you know day to day what, what's going on so that he has you know better idea how to lead this team so um he's, he's the most consistent guy you know in this organization and i think he's just been been huge for us to change the identity of this team and and get us where we are now you okay, mentioned so Chappelle or rock which side did you stand on well he was saying it, you have to d d differentiate is it stand up or is it like sketch comedy or is it you know TV shows, that kind of deal. He said stand-up, probably Chris Rock. Sketch comedy, probably Dave Chappelle. That was my opinion. He said Chris Rock all, the whole way through. I like to argue that, but we'll see. <laughs> your, your coach mentioned to us that uh, the way you and Andrew have been playing, that he might consider getting a shot just to go. <laughs> get one. <laughs> On a more serious He's been making matter. great coaching decisions. I don't know if he needs any help. But uh, <laughs> you know, it's, that's, that's pretty funny. More how much did you study and how much did you have to be reassured before you actually did that? And had you done that in any of your other years? No, that was my first time. And you rely on and trust the uh, experience and information you get from your, your athletic training staff and the team doctors that deal with this stuff day in, day out. Um, obviously, it's a little nerve-wracking going into that first that first time because you don't know how you're going to feel and how you'll respond the next day. So. Um, you know, thankfully it, it worked out, and there won't be any long-term uh, risks involved with that, since it's just you know a heavy dose of anti-inflammatory medicine that 
will uh, you know get the job done in the short term. Like you take not to have to get another one. Oh yeah, I mean if you're taking them, means something's wrong. So I mean, you don't want to have to have that buffer in between you know you and feeling good on the court. So like I said, this would be a huge opportunity for us to get some uh, some rest over these next three days. Could, could you take? You think there's a chance you might take another one or two? If this keep keep playing. If something happens, I mean, uh, I won't be a stranger to it, but um, in a perfect world, these next three days um, will be rejuvenated and all the aches and pains, you know, somewhat will be will be gone and um, it'll be back to, you know, just your regular preparation for a game um, and get, get ready for another series. What's that training room like with you guys all in there? <laughs> Well, like I said, there's so many bumps and bruises throughout the course of now we've played, what, 88 games. Um, you know, it's just it's more just kind of comedy in there, really. You know, who's got what, you know, ice machines running like crazy. Uh, our, our two athletic training staff guys are um, doing a great job of keeping it light so that uh, we have fun while we're in there and get, getting, you know, productive treatment. But uh, it's not like a you know death room in there. Just trying to make sure we all understand we're all getting ready to to go out and play. When you watch David out there, does it actually just make you feel a little bit better when he's out there? Dude, that was that was amazing last night. I mean, it was kind of weird at first because he was checking in, and then Coach Carl called a timeout, and um, you know he went back to the bench, and he came in again, and just each time the crowd gave him a standing ovation. Just you know, it's a special moment for a guy like that who. Hadn't played at home. Um, you know, the unfortunate injury, obviously, that everybody knows about. And he had a chance to just give us a minute and a half um, and inspire the team and the fans. So, you know, you don't know what, what it's going to be like next series. Um, he's going to continue to get treatment and try to figure out how he can help in the short term. And, um, you know, he's gotten a lot of great advice from team doctors and the people he's talked to about, you know, where his injury stands. So, We'll see what happens. Just kind of leave that open to him and coach. But it was it was amazing last night to see, you know, his impact on the atmosphere uh, just for that short amount of time. You talked about your coach making good decisions. I realize that might be a general statement about getting you through six tough playoff games. But is there any specific decision, or are there some that really stood out for you as helpful in the series? Um, I mean. Just the way we responded after D. Lee got hurt and the, the lineups he's decided to put out there. And he, from games two through four, we stuck with that small lineup starting the game with Jared in there. Um, and then Coach Carl made an adjustment to try to go a little bigger in his starting lineup. And, and Coach had to make a decision. We were going to stick with what we were doing games two through four or, or go with what was best to, to line up against the, you know, their starting five. And he put Carl back in, um, in games six, I think, yeah. and. Uh, you know, I think that put Jarrett back in his position, you know, knowing where his minutes were going to come from and and allowing him to um, have an impact with the different rotations that we have and that Carl could match up with uh, those bigger guys down low. And that was the way that they were going to thrive off second chance points. We played great defense in the half court, but um, gave up a lot of offense rebounds. So the fact that, you know, he made that adjustment uh, when we needed it uh, was huge. When did you first hear that David was actually like 30 minutes before uh, the game, um, I saw him put his warm up on. Like I've seen him, his his preparation for or his routine before games is the same since he's been out. He'll go through uh, some treatment before, do a couple uh, activation exercises that 
he needs to do just to protect his, his injury, regardless of if he was going to try to play or not. And he does some some uh, cardio, and then all of a sudden after the team meeting, I saw him put his warm-up on, and I, I saw that, you know, Dwayne Jones had a suit on, and I knew something was up because uh, so there know, was no formal announcement. It no, it was just a decision between him and coach. And after I asked him, like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm warming up. I was like, oh, okay. He's like, I'm going to see what I can give you. So he, he came out, got some two-line layups, inspired the crowd. And then I still didn't know whether the coach was going to play him or not. And after a dead ball, you look over to the side, and you see Dealey taking his warm-up off and running to the scores table. It's it pretty cool. Would you mind telling us what isn't what kind of medication is in the painkiller shot? I actually do not know the actual the medical term for it. It's just a heavy dose of anti-inflammatory that uh, you know, has a six-hour um, working window, and um, it, it's not a painkiller per se, where you know you go numb in a certain area so that you know you feel everything, but it just takes the, the edge off of you know your soreness and. Um, just gives you a, an opportunity to, to feel somewhat normal while you're out there playing. A little stronger than Tylenol. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't put you in jeopardy to get hurt any more than you are, so you don't feel like I, I can feel my leg and my ankles. Yeah, I can, yeah. Uh, I can feel everything. It feels normal out there. It just takes the edge off of uh, the soreness that you have, but it does come back pretty quick after it wears off. Do they put it directly in the ankle, or do they put it higher up? You can get it. It's just a shot. You can get it anywhere. Um, okay. But, uh, I mean, it, guys have had it in different areas on their body, um, and it, it works for pretty much anything. Is there anything about your coach's approach that you think has made it easier for the rookies to develop on this team? I think that, I mean, the same answer of him being just so present and so, such a personable guy. I mean, the coach, he, he's gained the trust of, of every player on this team, and he really lets it. Clear, you know, makes it clear what your role is on the team. You know, our first game in uh, Phoenix uh, on the road, he went during shoot around. He went around the whole room and pointed everybody out and told them how you know if they did X and X and X um, that our team would be successful. And I think those those three things for each person um, has really shaped how they they approach the season and has really made a difference. Because everybody knows what you know, how they can help this team uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. So um, you really attach to those, those uh, principles, and and uh, if you do, you know, those three things well, we're going to be a good team. And I think that's happened all year. But those three things for the whole season, are just like the whole season, because um, we were such a new group that and it's had a lot of young guys, a lot of young rookies that uh, needed to hear that because. Like you come out of college, everybody was a man. Um, you know, Harrison was a scorer, you know, big time scorer on an ACC level, national level. Draymond was all world for Michigan State. You know, Fesses was a uh, big, big time player at Vanderbilt. So you have to figure out where you're going to, you know, impact this team the most, and, and guys need to hear that. Steph, do you remember how San Antonio approached trying to defend you during the regular season? Uh, I put Danny Green on me a couple of times. Uh, I mean, that last game was kind of janky because of the, the lineup, but. Um, for the most part, I know they put a couple wings on me, um, and I think I only played against Tony once at home, so I don't know how they're going to approach it. It's going to be a, an adjustment regardless after game one. You try to figure out exactly what 
if you can. You know, Pop's a great coach. He might disguise some stuff, but try to figure out how to be effective. I'm actually going to watch um, some film of you know the Clippers Spurs series last year just to see how they guarded CP. Obviously, we played totally different, but the way that they try to take him out of his game might help me going into the series. Because I mean, there's only so much you can do with the lineup, so hopefully I can figure that out before uh, game one. That's what I was trying to remember. I didn't think that, that Tony guarded you much. I thought it was Green and, and Kawhi a little bit, right? I think Tony guarded uh, Jarrett yeah. when they played that one game here uh, with the short sleeve jerseys. But... Um, <laughs> That you love so much. That I love him. I love him, Raymond. You know, um, um, yeah, I, and Danny Gray didn't guard me a lot that game. So I figure with everybody healthy, they might try that. But you, you never know. So you just got to be prepared for anything, especially going into game one. Thanks, Steph. Thanks, sir.